This is a, yeah, this is the best one. Namaste. This is international opera star Brandon Jovanovich. I've lived a full life. Some might say a blessed life. Growing up in the wide open spaces of Montana, I've witnessed some of the most spectacular vistas known to man. Sunsets of orange, gold, sprinkled with a touch of mystery that would make most mortals weep. As a father, I keenly recall looking to my children's eyes that first time that they truly recognized me, their dad, and how it stirred a love in my soul unlike anything I'd known until then. Cresting a hill in Palm Beach, Florida one morning, while holding a cup of coffee and watching the sun kiss the Atlantic Ocean, listening to the sound of the pounding surf and hailing the scent of salt and thinking, God must have marveled at the same sight when he first created it. I do. Two words that are seared into my very being on the day that I wed. With family and friends looking on, my best friend in the world said she'd waltz through all of life's ups and downs with me by her side. These and so many other moments can only be enhanced by listening to the mellifluous rumblings of the man, the myth, the living legend you're hearing today, Christian Van Horn on the CBH Podcast. I, I'm pretty sure that n- no one will ever beat that intro. That's officially the best intro. Now, I, I've been given some really, really great ones, and people have gone above and beyond, but man, that's um, that's a new bar. That's a new bar. Um, for me, anyway. That's uh, brought a tear to my eye. I, you know, Brandon Jovanovich is somebody I've known. I, I mean, what a beautiful human being. If you've If you've ever heard... This is by far the nicest man in opera. That's not, um, I'm here to tell you that's 100% accurate. Um, you're not going to find a more beautiful human being. And it's, you know, he's one of these guys that I've known f- almost the whole time, the whole time that I've been singing, 20 years, uh, almost 20 years now. And uh, I would commit this second to say that's the last tenor I ever need to be with. I mean, forever. I'll work with Brandon. That's my guy. Must have been like 2001 or 2002 in St. Louis. It was, I was, you know, I think the second time I was even ever paid to sing, and I was already with this guy. And we've been all over the world now. Like, you know, we met in St. Louis, and we were in Miami and New York, San Francisco, Toronto, Munich, Paris. We spent like five months in Paris, it seemed like. It seemed like we couldn't get out of Paris. And Brandon and I have been stuck in this one uh, Le Toyant production for, well, not one production, but at this point, like three or at least three. We keep swearing it off, but then people keep asking us to do it again. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, I've got one on the books. Maybe he's going to be the one with me. I have no idea. Um, yeah. Uh, an incredibly generous and interesting, endlessly interesting human being. To meet him, you think you've met like... Um, <clears throat> Opie, you know, from the Andy Griffin show, just like Griffith, Andy Griffith. I- I'm dating myself a little bit. Um, just, just this kind of aw shucks. He's from Montana. You know, you just get this sense that he's just like a wide-eyed, solid American, God-fearing man. And um, and you realize he comes from 
really interesting family. I mean, I, I've known Brandon enough times. I can remember. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story way out of school right now. I'm sure I shouldn't say this, but it's too good not to say. I won't, I won't give you too many details. But um, we were in Munich, and we decided we were gonna go to this place that I that uh, another buddy of mine had shown me. Um, you know. A schnitzel place, you know, schnitzel and beer and fries, that kind of joint. And and the the schnitzel that we ate were like two human lungs on the plate. I mean, just like just like gigantic pieces of chicken or veal or whatever it was, pork, pork. That's what it was. And uh, so we met up there. We we're both working in Munich, uh, different shows, and and we got together and started. Eating. And I think I've known the guy so long. It's like you know, old friends. We don't. We're not trying to entertain each other. We're just uh, enjoying enjoying time. And he starts telling me about a family member who was like, you know, on the fringe of society. You know, this wasn't, a <laughs> this is a, this is a, just a, you know, not everybody has an easy ride and this guy didn't have an easy ride. And the more I'm understanding this story he's telling me, the more I'm realizing that at some point in this uh time that Brandon knew this man or knows this man, and I won't say how close a relationship it is, but he actually pulled a gun on Brandon Jovanovich. <laughs> That's what I was gathering, and I said, wait, Brandon, did you just tell me that you've had a gun pulled on you? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and I said, wait, has it happened more than once in your life? He goes, a couple times, a couple times. <laughs> Oh my God! You don't, you don't think that um, that uh, Beaver Cleaver is is going to have had multiple "I had a gun pulled on me" stories. Uh, this is an endlessly fascinating man, and the next time you see Brandon, you should definitely bring this up because because it's a a, a fantastic story. <laughs> I've never had a gun pulled on me, but um, uh, I, I just um, I can't even imagine that it's happened more than once, and it's. Oh, and you and you turn out as wonderful and as beautiful as Brandon. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll tell you one thing. I miss my friends. I miss my friends. That's um, all this COVID COVID bullshit. I'll tell you, that's the the one thing that gets me. And and, and hearing from my pals during all this has been great. What an intro, Brandon Jovanovich, everybody. <clears throat> Uh, just like Brandon, I'm also drinking something fancy. He said he lived a charm life, and I'm on Glenlivet 18, so I'm also living a charm life. I got a few more. I whoa, jeez, God, uh, so professional. I got some. I got some more details on the. Uh, I must have said, "Hey Siri," is that what I did? Fuck you, Siri. More details on the Chicago gig. Now. <laughs> As as um, you know, the world gets closer to coming to an end. Uh, January second feels really long from now, but um, you know we're we're making details now. I got to get there early uh, so we can do some kind of quarantine, and then I need to get and produce a negative COVID test um, before coming to work. This is just the state of it now. Uh, lots of my some of my friends anyway have already gone through this process of what it actually takes to get some work done these days and you know a daily covid test or i don't even know if it's daily i'm not even sure of the schedule they're going to probably need us in the opera house for about six minutes because everybody seems to be fairly nervous about all this 
And, I, you know, we're super spreaders. I can't even imagine once I start singing that anybody wants to be anywhere near that. <laughs> People usually need to get further away from me when I start singing. But uh, we're, we're going to go do it, you know. Get the test and, and get to work because uh, it's time to do something. You know, just wondering if it's like... You know, we're just making a, a video for people to click on and like and watch. And uh, we're, we're not, you know, it's just greatest hits. I don't know, maybe there's 10 numbers we're going to record. And, and um, I, you know, I have to go into it thinking it's completely worth it. This is worth it, of course. We're going to put our product out there. We're going to, you know, they were supposed to do Attila this year and it got canceled out. And so we're going we're gonna to give the audience a little taste of what they would have had and all that and and I like it, but also at the same time, we're this is a, we're going through a lot of trouble to get um, to get a video recording done. So, to all of you who are listening, when this thing comes out, please not only watch it, watch it for longer than thirty seconds. Just w- w- you give me thirty minutes twice a week. You can you can watch this video. I think it's going to be good. I th- I hope it's going to be good. I haven't done any opera direct to video before, but. Isn't that what happens when you when you got a bad movie, direct-to-video? Is that a thing? Do people still say video? <clears throat> Does anybody listening know what rewinding something means? Do you know what that, rewinding a tape? Have you ever done that? I think tonight, I, um, it's late tonight. It's late. I'm working late. Um, I think I reached the perfect um, fatherhood moment. You know, every night, uh, I mean, my son, the prince up there, Gets gets quite a routine, with with the bathing and the blow drying of his hair and the and the, the he seems to have like five different creams put on various parts of him by his mother. It's very um, labor intensive. <laughs> but then King Midas up there uh, gets his papa to lay next to him while he falls asleep and and you know it's a good time for us to chat and talk and you know help scratch his back and and uh, tell stories and stuff. And I I think tonight. I, I finally found like the the best move uh, here, and um, you know it, normally I'm telling him stories and telling him you know just magical things and getting quieter in my voice and and then he went through the woods and you know I start talking like this and he starts drifting off like I'm sure most of you are right now I've actually had uh, three friends send me messages saying that that no offense CVH but we use the podcast to fall asleep. <laughs> Your deep voice uh, really helps us fall asleep. So anyway, tonight, uh, I got a new high. I sang Christmas songs to my boy while he was falling asleep, but made them filthy dirty. You know, not like like uh, six-year-old dirty. <laughs> not filthy dirty. It's like bathroom dirty. You know, lots of lots of uh, bathroom humor. I, I speak fluent six-year-old. Like, that's definitely my demographic. I, I've got I've got comedy gold when it comes to six year olds, and uh, you know he's like howling and holding his stomach, and you know for me I that's it you know I that's the things I find uh, most meaning in you know just my boy laughing at dumb stuff. I, I'm I'm wondering if maybe that's all there is, right? It's just a good laugh with your boy after a fart joke. I think that's what it is. There's something silly, you know. Uh, there's just really, truly nothing better than uh, a genuine, authentic, like, giggly belly laugh uh, from a kid. And uh, 
when it's your own boy done by your own silly, stupid humor. It's even better. Uh, he seemed to appreciate it. There's Christmas coming. There's a lot of tension in the air. You know, you think Christmas is supposed to be fantastic for kids, but really it's a, it's a real moment for anxiety to come creeping in on them. There's a lot of stress involved. Uh, they see... They see all the decorations go up and the houses are getting lit and they're starting to get this sense of things that are coming, you know, and, and six-year-old, I mean, that's a, that's a selfish time. And um, it can be easy for them to start counting gifts and things like that. And so constantly trying to just hammer in that um, this time of year is about giving and not about getting, you know, it's just like in life, if you give, you get, and that's, that's how you need to approach it. It's like... Uh, I'm, uh, you got to give. You got to give. <laughs> Especially now, when people are hurting extra. Like, um, we have this lady at the at the gym, and she just she's there. At, she told me she's. I mean, I don't know how old she is. She's got to be in her late sixties, early seventies, and uh, very sweet woman. And she tells me that five days a week she gets there at four thirty in the morning, and she's like the one who's uh, walking around behind everyone, scrubbing the hell out of it. You know, disinfectant and spray and, and wipes and all this stuff and. And, uh, I mean, she is there day in and day out, just killing it, just cleaning everything, being friendly, being nice. I swear we've had no breakouts in our place because of this woman. And this is just the type of person that I want, especially at this Christmas time to take care of. This is, uh, it's ridiculous to, you know, we, we're, we, we write checks to this food bank or that food bank and and we have our, we have our yearly charities and things, but I'm, I'm thinking, (laughs) Just people in the inner circle like this need the cash tip more than ever. Uh, this beautiful woman who who gets up at God knows when to get to the YMCA at 4.30 to wipe down sweaty benches and uh, uh, spray down handlebars on equipment. And, and um, you know, this is just, uh, this is the person that we should be taking care of. That and the guy, the, the, the cop at my kid's school who stops traffic to let all the <laughs> the parent parade out. That guy too. He's getting an envelope. I'm I'm going local. I'm tipping local this year. Enough of this. Enough of this um, uh, gigantic global charities. They've got trillions. I think the the cleaning lady and the cop. It's tough to be. I mean, is there a worse job this year than cop? I mean, being a cop this year basically started a, a, a race riots. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's not a good year to be a cop. And I have to think that many of them are very good people and uh, nice people and people who live in your community. And, and um, you know, we, we've got a couple of these guys out by the school and, and um, they they stop traffic to, to keep the parents picking up and um, always waving at the kids and smiling. And I don't know, that guy's getting an envelope too. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out the 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 top ten people in my life who are getting an envelope this year. And I'm gonna make sure they're all within my realm, like the kid who bags the groceries. Nah, fuck that kid. As I was, I was driving home today, even it was a very exciting day. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, um, uh, I've got Colt in the back, and. Um, we left school, and it's only a couple blocks away. But uh, you know, you can't you can't walk five feet in this city, in this state. You got to everything. You got to drive to. And so um, we pull up to this red light, and just chatting about his day. We're doing our usual thing, you know. We've got six year olds have nothing but routine, and and God help you if you don't do the routine. So we're doing our usual 
conversation on the way home. And, and um, all of a sudden, just lights and sirens behind us, ambulances, fire trucks, and they're, you know, we sort of just pull over and with everybody else and get out of the way. And these guys go screaming by. And, and uh, you know, that's always alarming to a kid immediately. But as we drove, getting much closer to the turnoff from my house, uh, I could tell that they had all stopped just, you know, 100 yards from my the, the street that I would turn on to go to my home. And um, I could see uh, an SUV turned over, you know, on its, on its uh, roof. And it was over on the side of the road. And, it, you know, it was raining here today. We, we weren't, we didn't get, we didn't get any snow like the rest of the world, but we got, we got the rain on the fringe of this thing. And um, uh, there's some pretty bad flooding there. And somebody clearly just hydroplaned and rolled uh, an SUV. And, uh, and th- there was a, a electric pole that was like bent in half. I mean, it was a bad scene, real bad. And the, and the truck had clearly rolled a couple of times because all four sides of it were completely fucked. And, and it landed on the roof, which I thought was strange too. I didn't think, like when a car is rolling, that's, I, didn't, I thought it would at least go over, <laughs> go over on its side again. But, oh, God, I mean, you know, you don't know what's going on in the car. You hope between seatbelts and airbags that somebody's okay in there and that there were no kids or whatever. But how quickly your day can just get so shitty. And, um, and I was feeling for whoever just had their day ruined or worse, uh, you know, uh, who knows. And, and it's weird how that kind of thing can sort of just, because we're all selfish and we all just turn it on ourselves as quick as we can. You know, I just had to be like, well, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you're thankful it's not you, of course, and you look back in the rear view and you see your son kicking his legs and, and, and uh, dancing to the music, and you're like, okay, we're fine. We're okay. You know, you sort of turn it on yourself. And and uh, suddenly I, I felt sorry that I had mentally murdered the frat bo- bro at the gym that uh, didn't wipe down the bench after he was done using it. And that's good, too. That uh, That drags life right back into perspective. The old flipped SUV. I thought, God damn, that ruins Christmas. I, I mean, you know, the ambulance was there. They weren't like, it seemed like whoever was in it was out already and in the ambulance. And so, but the ambulance and the and the police and fire department had just showed up. So I, I, uh, I'm concluding that somebody crawled out of that thing, which seemed possible, but brrr. man, no good. Uh, yeah, we had to. We had enough rain to uh, hydroplane people out. I guess we do get odd flooding around here. I'm in the central Virginia. It's not like you know, there's only 16 people that live out here, but that's not true. My county has 300,000, which I think is the population of uh, 64th Street on the west side. Um, buck up, everyone! Buckle up! I just saw the snowstorm. I mean. The Northeast is <laughs> basically going to be buried. And, uh, you know, just 2020 is just not done with us yet. <laughs> it's just going to, it's just going to just cover us all in two feet of snow and, <laughs> and give us the finger as it walks away. I mean, but um, I thought this is almost imposed lockdown. And that's awesome, right? Don't we need that? Don't we need everybody to stay home? and not go out, this is going to be good. They'll stay home. And, uh, you know, they've already gone out and bought the the bottled water and the toilet paper. They're all set. You know, they were ready. New York, 
I have to think New England was on the most part ready already for lockdown disaster. So they didn't have to do anything for the snowstorm. I mean, I know they still did. I'm sure they bought all the batteries and water because somehow water is scarce when the the ground is covered in frozen water that you could definitely bring in and boil and drink. But yeah, let's get some bottled water up in this bitch. Uh, You know, it's good. It's a good nature-induced lockdown. Uh, that's a heck of a storm. I haven't seen anything like that in a while. And I, I got a I got an email that said my son's school was going to be on a one-hour delay, you know, because we're getting the rain. You guys are all getting the snow up there. We're getting the rain. And so we're on a one-hour delay because of, quote, dropping temps. <laughs> this region has no idea what snow is. There's like a dusting on the ground and the state shuts down. It was just at a standstill. What do we do? Uh, I grew up in New York where there were, I mean, we, we didn't have like intense snow, but we had four proper seasons, you know. I miss that. I miss the four proper seasons. Christmas is almost here. And um, I, 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 that's, that's blowing my mind. All of this is going by. This time, this time home is just like the fucking twilight zone. Coming in mid-March, and now it's almost Christmas. Like, it's going to be March soon. It's going to be March soon. Just so nuts to just just hit pause the way we've done. Goodness. What a weird, weird thing. Every day, I'm... I'm, I'm you know, it's, it's not like I'm having a bad time. Uh, It's nice to be home. It's nice to be with my people. I, I think, for the most part, they like that I'm here. Uh, it's nice. I see my mom. I see my dad. I see my sister. I see my nephews. You know, it's um, it's been good, but uh, it's just weird to just get pulled out of work like that. When when you know you're building something for twenty plus years, and then all of a sudden it just uh, disappears, and you realize how ridiculously fragile this all is. Anyway, I'll go into that for days. Blah blah blah. My thanks. To the incredible Brandon Jovanovich, tenor, world-class, international tenor Brandon Jovanovich. And you don't need me to tell you where to go find him. You can go find him because he's everywhere. And uh, I mean, real quick, uh, Brandon has a very special group of fans that follow him around the world. And um, it's not many, but it's a few. And I mean, he's got a million fans, but he has a couple of fans individual that seem to go to not only every city he's in, but every performance he's in. And uh, these are not young ladies. (laughs) They're not twice his age, but they're definitely twice my age. And, um, (laughs) And sweet as they can be, I've met them, I mean, countless times because they literally go to every performance. And stand there by the stage door with the walkers and wait for him. And they are madly in love with him, which I completely get. And uh, and he is the sweetest. And he will entertain them and talk to them and talk to them and talk to them. And and uh, we you know we bail, we bail and go to the bar and say we'll see you when you're done with your groupies. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know if they throw any hotel room keys at you. <laughs> 
but he's so sweet and he'll give them all his time and then uh you know get to the bar and 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 uh buy three rounds and i mean you know just he's um the best guy if you can be anywhere near brandon jovanovich uh just just do it you'll be better for it you'll be a better human being for having been in his presence oh that's enough. Van Horn CVH on Instagram. Ba 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 ba. Da 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 da. And uh, yeah, I love you for listening. Truly, I love you for listening. Thanks, and we'll see. Have a great weekend. Also, have a great weekend. We'll see you. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Young boy, I played the silver ball From Soho down to Brighton I must have played them all But I ain't seen nothing like him In any amusement hall That deaf, dumb, and blind kid Sure plays a mean